Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 9. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for saving us. Thank you for changing us and making us into what you want us to be. Thank you for giving us good works to do for you and giving us the power to do them. Amen. Deuteronomy 9. Hear, Israel, you are about to cross the Jordan today to go to dispossess nations larger and more numerous than you, great cities fortified with high walls, a great and tall people, the sons of the Anakites, whom you know and whom you have heard it said, who could stand before the sons of Anak? You should know today that Yahweh your God is the one crossing ahead of you, as a devouring fire. He will destroy them, and he will subdue them before you. So you will dispossess them, and you will destroy them quickly, just as Yahweh promised you. You shall not say to yourself, when Yahweh your God is driving them out before you, saying, Because of my righteousness Yahweh brought me to take possession of this land. But because of the wickedness of these nations, Yahweh is driving them out before you. It is not because of your righteousness and because of the uprightness of your heart that you are coming to take possession of their land, but because of the wickedness of those nations, Yahweh your God is driving them before you. And in order to confirm the promise that Yahweh swore to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So you should understand that it is not because of your righteousness that Yahweh your God is giving you this good land to take possession of it, because you are a stubborn people. Remember, do not forget that you provoked Yahweh your God in the desert, and from the day that you went out of the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you were rebelling against Yahweh. And remember at Horeb, you provoked Yahweh, and Yahweh became angry enough to destroy you. When I went up the mountain to receive the stone tablets, the tablets of the covenant that Yahweh made with you, and remained on the mountain forty days and forty nights, I did not eat food, and I did not drink water. And Yahweh gave me the two tablets of stone written with the finger of God, and on them was writing according to all the words that Yahweh spoke with you at the mountain from the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. And then, at the end of the forty days and forty nights, Yahweh gave me the two tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant. And Yahweh said to me, Come now, go down quickly from this mountain, because your people behave corruptly, whom you brought out from Egypt. For they turned quickly from the way that I commanded them to follow. They have made for themselves a cast image. And Yahweh spoke to me, saying, I have seen this people, and look, they are a stubborn people. Leave me alone, and let me destroy them, and let me blot out their name from under heaven, and let me make you into a nation mightier and more numerous than they. And I turned, and I went down the mountain. As the mountain was burning with fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands, and I looked, and indeed you had sinned against Yahweh your God, You had made for yourselves an image of a calf of cast metal. You had turned quickly from the way that Yahweh had commanded for you. And I took hold of the two tablets, and I threw them out of my two hands and smashed them before your eyes. 
and then I lay prostrate before Yahweh. As earlier, forty days and forty nights, I did not eat food, and I did not drink water because of all your sins that you committed by doing evil in the eyes of Yahweh and so provoking him. For I was in dread from being in the presence of the anger and the wrath with which Yahweh was angry with you, so as to destroy you. But Yahweh listened to me also at that time. And with Aaron, Yahweh was angry enough to destroy him. And I prayed also for Aaron at that time. And your sinful thing that you had made, the molten calf, I took, and I burned it with fire, and I crushed it, grinding it thoroughly, until it was crushed to dust, and I threw its dust into the stream that flowed down the mountain. And also at Tabra, and at Massa, and at Kibrith Hatava, you provoked Yahweh to anger. And when Yahweh sent you out from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and take possession of the land that I have given you, you rebelled against the command of Yahweh your God, and you did not believe him, and you did not listen to his voice. You have been rebellious toward Yahweh from the day I have known you. And I lay prostrate before Yahweh. Through forty days and through forty nights I prostrated myself because Yahweh intended to kill you. And I prayed to Yahweh, and I said, Lord Yahweh, you must not destroy your people and your inheritance, whom you redeemed in your greatness, whom you brought out from Egypt with a strong hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You must not pay attention to the stubbornness of this people, to their wickedness and to their sin, lest the people of the land from which you brought us out from there say, because Yahweh was not able to bring them to the land that he promised to them, and because of his hatred toward them, he has brought them out to kill them in the desert. For they are your people and your inheritance, whom you brought with your great power and with your outstretched arm. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 8, Moses started to warn the Israelites about the danger of trusting in themselves, that they would forget God and think they had done all of this or that they would think God did it for them because they are so great. Moses continues with that thought in this chapter. He says they are about to face some enemies that are larger and stronger than the Israelites. And they have great walls. The only way they will defeat these people is if God does it for them. But then Moses warns about the danger. As they are seeing God defeat their enemies before them, then they will be tempted to think that it is because they are great before God. And the natural way to be great before God is to be righteous. Moses says that Yahweh will not be helping them because they are so righteous and upright. Instead, it is because Yahweh made promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses says, in fact, they are not righteous. Moses says that they have been rebelling against Yahweh from the time they left Egypt right up to this point. And as Exhibit A, Moses presents the golden calf incident at Mount Sinai. Moses was up on the mountain, receiving the law from Yahweh, when the people told Aaron to make a god for them. So Aaron took their gold ornaments and made a golden calf, which they then worshipped. Moses was on the mountain fasting before Yahweh. Yahweh told him that the people were rebelling against Yahweh. So Moses went down the mountain, and when he saw the golden calf and the people out of control, Moses threw down the tablets and broke them. Moses begged God not to destroy the people for their sin, which is what Yahweh had suggested. Moses took the golden calf, he burned it, ground it up, and threw it into the stream. 
Then Moses mentions several other instances where the people had rebelled against God throughout their journeys. And then Moses returns to the story of the golden calf and describes how he went back up the mountain and fasted another 40 days, begged Yahweh not to destroy the people. And the argument he made is that God has made promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and because it would cause the nations that are around them to blaspheme God if they see God destroy his people. And now for a deeper dive. Moses doesn't use the term here, but I think it applies. Grace. Unmerited favor. A gift. They didn't earn this, and it is the same with us. We are not good enough for heaven. We don't deserve salvation. We don't earn forgiveness. God gives it to us as a gift. Now, that isn't to say that there's nothing for us to do. But what we do doesn't earn us God's favor. Moses is making a point that the Israelites should keep all of the law. But God chose a sinful people and worked to make them his people. It is the same with us today. God saves us and then works with us to make us what he intends. It is not even like buying on credit. It is not like God saves us and then we have to pay him back by being good. We can never pay him back. The debt is impossible. And besides, without God's help, we would never become good. It is God's grace that works with us to give us the good works. Instead of bragging and being proud, we should be thankful for every good thing that we are able to do. Because truly, it is a gift from God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 talks about this. For by grace you are saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. It is not from works, so that no one can boast. For we are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we may walk in them. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.